0: Laboratory in the basement of his home.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. Today, we have an absolutely tremendous episode for you with another one of my favorite people in the entire industry, someone who thinks similar but different to the way that I think myself and that doesn't mean right or wrong it just means uh, we talk fast we think fast um, we view the industry from very similar uh, very similar set of filters and I just couldn't be happier to share once again the expertise of Zach mefford with you guys Zach is the uh, co-founder of of coverage direct and co-founder of zip bonds with ryan Swelve and the work that uh zach and ryan have been doing both with coverage direct and with zip bonds is just tremendous uh, Zip bonds is a tool that we use, as you, as you'll hear in the episode. Um, we talk about how we use it, uh, what the use cases for Zip are, where we think they're having success, and why you might want to consider Zip bonds uh, for your surety needs and what those use cases are. Just, I think they're doing tremendous things over at Zip, and we couldn't be happier to to learn more about them as well as just break down the industry, break down all kinds of, of interesting things that are happening, what it means to be a technologist in the you know being an. Individual Independent agent, and then moving into the being becoming a technologist, what that move is like. Just you're gonna love this episode. Uh, before we get to Zach, just want to talk about today's sponsor, and that is Podium. Guys, if you're not using a some sort of chat or texting services to communicate with your clients, you are missing the boat. Now, when we use Podium, we're getting almost a 100% connection rate because. When someone chats into Podium via your website, when you respond, it hits their phone as a text message. And in that way, you know, you're know you getting right, right in their most like response-worthy medium, which is text. So love Podium. They have a ton of tools. Um, you can take payments to them. You can do all kinds of interesting things. But uh, Podium is definitely a tool you want to consider. Go to Podium.com. Go to Podium.com. Check out Podium today. All right, let's get to Zach. Boom. Dude, pumped to have you back on the show. What's going on, man?
0: Hey, man, thanks for having me. Yeah, excited to. Well, uh, a lot's been going on, but uh, yeah. a lot less since we last talked, right? Since, uh, since I got to do my first podcast
1: with the Ryan Hanley. You still have that very intimidating. Now, uh, most everyone won't be able to see this, but he's got this very intimidating right. lion sign that he keeps right behind him just to emasculate <laughs> whoever's on a Zoom call with him, like, Look at this badass lion behind me.
0: I mean, I don't think of it in those terms. I uh, The truth is my business partner, Ryan, had bought a uh, really cool three-piece art thing to cover up a wall, and I'm not very good at decorating. And so... Hey, I have a coupon. You want to check it out? I went through all the stuff. That was the coolest thing that I found. So that's that's what
1: I. I no, did. it's but, badass. I love it. I just every time I see it, I'm like, shit. He's power playing me right yeah.
0: now. <laughs> no, I, I, prom- <laughs> I promise you, that's not. I'm very intentional about a lot of things, but that
1: is definitely not intentional. Um, Just thought it was cool. <laughs> so, um, so what's going on, man? I mean, lot, like you said, lots happening. Um, yeah. You know, uh, we see zip uh, zip bonds more and more places. Obviously, um, you and Ryan are two of the more respected agency owners in the country, and the work that you guys do and how you approach business. So, what what what's cracking? What's uh, what's on your coconut?
0: Well, I'll tell you. So, thank you for saying that. I'll tell you. Um, you know, we're we're building technology, and for anybody who hasn't done that, it's really really hard. It's it's really hard. It just it just is. I mean, um, I think you know Ryan and I have a unique perspective being agency you know, owners who sat in the seats of the uh, the, the service accounts, uh, you know, the CSR, producer, you know, both personalized, commercial, we've done all of that. And so, you know, when you go out and try to fix a problem that you had personally, and you see what it can be and what you want it to be, it's just really hard to translate that from here's the problem, here's the solution, now how do we make technology, you know, uh, fix that? And so I, I've told people all the time, I think one of the biggest advantages agencies owners, producers, or people who have worked in the space have over those that come from the technology side is that we're always trying to fix the problem from the insurance side, like the core, peel the onion, get all the way to the core of what it is. We're just using technology on the way out to get to that solution, as opposed to taking technology and forcing it in and upon the space where they don't quite understand some of the things that you know these people go through every single day. So with Zip, you know, there's a lot of things I still see on a platform right now that I wanna change. And things that i would like to see as if i were a producer things that i would want uh, done differently and the reality is that that takes time and resources and you know um sometimes you pick the the wrong vendors to, to to work with uh or you pick the wrong program to use and then you figure out 10 steps down the road that oops that was a mistake so now you got to go and you know basically tear it all down and and rebuild it which is part of what we're doing right now and um I don't know. I, I'm still, I'm just, I'm thankful for the problems we have because they're still problems, but they're, they're good problems to have.
1: Yeah. I, I think, I think I like the analogy or metaphor, or whatever that was that you described with the, you know, working your way out versus working your way in. I think you see that a lot with like what Glovebox is doing and, and what some of the other companies, like, t- like another great example is Tarmica, right? Like
2: yep.
1: Tarmica, we we've seen Tarmica built from the outside in. And it is not as nice, effective, or as accurate as Tarmica, which is was built by you know an agent, you know, Ragoff uh, from the inside out. And um, you know, that that to me is is definitely an advantage. And um, I think that's a really cool way of articulating it. I think one one of the I'm interested in your take because um building technology versus building, say, an agency, right? Which is much more. Uh, driven you have many more people problems, at least from my perspective, having worked in a technology company and build the technology, but obviously I worked in a couple. it seemed like um, you know when, when you have an issue in your agency, you can kind of mask it with hard work and a smile, right? like something breaks. you can be like you can call the person and be like, look, you know everything's fine you know mask it up and and it's not really as visible. When you're building technology, it seems like, every little freckle or wart or whatever is boom, like right on display. And everyone looks at it and They're like, look, look, your thing's not done yet. And you're like, yeah, no, duh. I know. So how do yeah. you as a, a founder of both, you know, having founding an agency and founding technology and constantly building technology for both, how do you like mentally or emotionally deal? Like, how do you work through that and not get frustrated or, or, or maybe you just don't at all? Well,
0: I do get frustrated. So that's, uh, you know, I I'd probably make a horrible poker player for the fact that I wear my emotions on my sleeve all the time. Like you can always tell it, you know, my, my business partner, Ryan's very much more even keel. You can, when he's happy, when he's, you know, not happy, it's pretty much the same look, you know, most of the time there's a little bit of fluctuation, but for me, I mean, I'm either way up here, way down there, everywhere in between. And I'm, yeah, it's just the way that I'm wired. And I don't, I don't try to apologize for that. It's just, it's just the difference. So I I think we both
1: would be classified as expressive expressives. That's true. I I remember (laughs) when we, I
0: I don't know if we brought this up the first time, the first time we met, we were down Des Moines and you were here for that, uh, that seminar. And and you you said, I don't think I've ever met anybody that's like at the level of energy and like talking (laughs) to where where I'm at. Yeah. We were
1: just like, it was like 10,000 miles an hour. It was like pong but if you sped it up to like a million yeah it was an olympic
0: (laughs) version of ping pong that's what it was it was back and forth back and forth and that was a lot of fun for me so you know going back to that like i I get frustrated but i will say that there's they're both uh unique in the types of problems that you have and and you're right that it's you know with, with an agency when you have those issues it's sometimes maybe easier to do that with hard work and a smile but i also think it's easier if you grew up in or have been around the insurance space long enough you know, that that you, well, I guess it goes for anything. If you've been around it enough, you've seen that problem probably more than once, then at least have some sort of idea of how to tackle it. When you're an insurance guy first, trying to understand technology and move forward in it, sometimes it's difficult because you can see the problem, but you don't necessarily know the solution. And without becoming a completely, you know, have a completely different set of skills, it's hard to trust or know like that's the solution for it. So what I would say is people are as complicated as technology you just have to kind of understand how to see that hey it's broken thing and do that in a way where you 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 have that uh it's not uh, systematic but there's a way to uh create a culture where that coaching those you know conversations those things are happening enough that you can see that like you do on the technology saying like hey that thing is broken i think yeah. that's one thing yeah. that we've done really really well we we have a, a really good culture that's been developed, you know, not in our own doing. It's just it borrowed ideas from a lot of different experiences that Ryan and I've had, um, and then hiring really smart, capable people to implement and improve upon those.
1: Yeah, i I think about um, I think about you guys because you started uh, property casualty, and and I know mm-hmm. surety is like the redheaded stepchild, but you know, you decided to make that move and launch zip bonds and now you know it's not just an idea um you know last time we talked you were literally just launching the platform right. uh you guys can go yep. back i have no idea what number it is but i'm sure if you google <laughs> hanley show and zach Mephy, you, you'll, you'll come up but um uh now now you're operating right so kind of yeah. give us a give us um give us a catch up on on where you are what's happening uh any, any, sure. anything that's of interest to people. And then I, I got a whole bunch of questions I want to pepper you with. Cause uh, I'm super interested in, in what you guys are doing. So kind of just sure. give us that kind of ramp up to, to get us up to speed here.
0: Yep. So uh, like, you know, we've said all along, we run out problems that we've had. And once we, we developed our technology on the coverage direct side to get to where we felt like it was going in a good direction. Um, it wasn't that we were necessarily bored, but we had this, you, this thing of surety that it always bothered us. And uh, we were talking to a carrier. They were explaining to us that they basically had a user experience issue. And they didn't know exactly what that was. And so, you know, when we developed this, it was, okay, these, let's, let's tackle the problems we had first, and then we'll get to the rest of this stuff. So for us, it was really small contract. That was a lot of what we dealt with. We, we had contractors that uh, had never been bonded before. We had contractors we were prospecting that didn't know what a surety bond was, or, you know, bid bond, performance bond, came bond, things like that. And so we really tackled this mostly focusing on small contract to begin with um developed a you know a a program with what we call our zip score that helps pre-qualify accounts up to seven hundred and fifty thousand without a social security number um it's it's a way to quickly just say hey look are you able to be bonded you know we're not going to go ahead and give you a bid bond based off of just that we want to to see the contract but it really alleviates that initial objection of asking for a social or you know trying to uh, g- gather personal financials, or you know, the things that make things complicated, about uh, things that we were frustrated with. So we focused on that. Along the way, you know, um, it, like it is with anything that you get into that, you know, um, is new, we're exposed to a lot of different other problems that we didn't necessarily have, but other agents were having. So we tackled those along the way. Um, you know, we've been focusing a lot on you know issues with probate bonds, and um, our commercial platform isn't quite where I'd like it to be right now, but. The, the good news is, at least we know going forward what our plan is, and we're in the process of actively building that out, and hopefully here, I'd like to say, you know, at the end of quarter two, quarter three, we're going to have a completely different system, but at least this year, that'll be a lot more of the, um, we, we coined it, you know, select pay print process, where you can literally go in for those that zero underwriting, select the bond you need, pay for it right away, print it off as a PDF, you're good to go.
1: Yeah, uh, I think it's phenomenal. I want to give you guys just the use case that I had. We had at rogue just recently. Um, I had a developer in Florida who got referred to us um, and we helped them with a couple, uh, you know, PC thing, P- PC things that they needed done. And then they asked about bonding and mm-hmm. immediately the way they phrased the question, <laughs> I knew that I was, uh, it was outside of my, my level of expertise in surety. So, you know, I, well, this is probably not the way you want everyone to go about it, but I had text Zach and then Zach hooked (laughs) me up with Zach, Zach matters at, uh, at, at, at zip, uh, zip bonds. And I just made the intro. So I literally just did an email introduction. I said, uh, the guy's name was Ricardo. I said, Ricardo, this is my guy. He's going to get you squared everything you need. And truthfully, they BCC'd me right out of the conversation. And, you know, uh, I think it was a week or two later, you know, whatever had to get done, got done. I got an email saying, just from Zach saying, hey man, this one's all squared. And then yeah. a month later after that, I got a commission check in the mail. And, yeah. you know, to me, that, that you know, I, I think some agencies get uh, a little squirrely. Uh, and I, I don't want to say wrongly so, when they're kind of passing it off, but right. what I what I liked and the reason I felt so confident was one, I know the way that you and Ryan handle your business. And I knew that anyone working for you would be an extension of that. And two, me being involved in that conversation would have only slowed things down and made our agency look less professional because I am not a surety expert, right? Like, you know, a simple municipal bond, like whatever, but like, you know, this guy had, had a few, he was doing something with developing or whatever he was doing. And, um, it just, I think that the day has come when we as professionals have to be good at what we're good at in the insurance industry, whatever that may be. It may be a specific niche. It may be a specific line of business or geographic region, and then be comfortable allowing others to come into the process because I don't think, I think we've reached a day from the consumer experience, and, and this is where I'm really interested in your in your take. I think we've reached a point in with most consumers, even middle market commercial, uh, 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 consumers or business owners where they understand that it might take a couple professionals to get a full package of coverages done. I don't think everything has to run specifically through your brand and the agency principals email, or like that, that business owner is going to be like, ah, these guys are a joke. This dude loved it. He actually sent me a note on the side and said, Hey, they were great. Thanks, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's that's all that's the whole thing you know that's the whole that's what you're trying to do what's up guys quick break here want to give a shout out to nationwide brokerage solutions are you a local insurance agent struggling to find markets for your clients look no further than nationwide brokerage solutions with over 200 carriers their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers ever changing needs that's your need for your customers ever changing needs With NBS, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business. Sorry, sometimes when you're reading these things, the way the words are written don't sound as good as they probably look. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information, go to Nationwide Brokerage Solutions. Visit nbsbrokerage.com. On the reels, guys, Rogue Risk uses Nationwide Brokerage Solutions. We've been very, very happy with them. Hanley. So I'm really glad you put it uh, that way. I know you got to your question
0: yet, but I, I just want to say, like the, the agencies that we have the most success with realize that, recognize it, and allow us to basically become a you know extension of their business. And so I think back when I was a commercial producer, I was getting these larger and larger accounts in in um, the contractor space, and then they would you know these contractors would say, hey, do you have a bond program? Do you have a bond department? Do you have somebody that can handle that for us? Because the company we're with now does that, right? And so what I really see us able to do, and I'm really glad that it's kind of morphed into this, is we want to be the division of surety for your agency. We're never going to compete, obviously, on the PNC. And when I say that, obviously, I guess I should I know you're aware of it, but maybe nobody else is like, we don't even own our book of business on the other side anymore. Like, I don't commercially produce anything and, and neither does anybody specifically, you know, for, for, for our team. We, we only have a platform now for credit unions on the insurance side. So the idea behind us even going direct to consumer was intentionally set up so we could provide value back with reciprocating those commercial leads to those agents that were partnering with us. That was the whole intent of why we did the direct consumer side of it. Yeah. Because we want to have a reciprocal relationship. Well, so those agencies that say, Hey, look like you did, you know, just handing it off that way and letting us, you know, uh, act as if it's your, your division, right. You know, I mean, we even say when we're on those calls, like, Hey, you know, we're reaching out, um, we're at zip bonds, a partner, we partner with road risk on their surety and we help them, uh, you know, get this stuff done in a quicker manner. Again, the experience is what really matters. I don't really yeah. think anybody gives a shit whether or not you're, you know, uh, this company, that company, or the other. And the analogy I've used in the back or the, in the past has been, if you are, you know, taking an attorney, for example, if you're trying to build a firm, do you want to handle every single type of law? Can you Could you actually be a subject matter expert in every single type of law as you, as you build that out? You know, I've told agencies that I know are going to grow until a point where they have their own bond division great. Use us as your training wheels until you get to that point and bring somebody on and get those contracts and have enough volume to do that. We're happy to be a part of that uh, path with you. And then, you know, if we just take a backseat and become the broker for the hard stuff that you can't do internally, that's totally fine. You know, we, we want to see agents be successful. That's that's we were them. Right. So (laughs) we want that.
1: Uh, so I've, I quote this stack quite a bit on the show, 32% of all the inbound leads. The reason that 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 business owner is reaching out is because their current insurance provider, that doesn't mean independent agency, that could mean whoever, their current insurance provider either isn't giving them good information or isn't getting back to them, right? right. Basically, their current insurance provider is subpar. And I think what consumers are thirsty for is someone is going to listen to them and has expertise in the area that they're looking for. And literally the name on the box means nothing to them. Like you could just be, you know, there could be a a, a day when, you know, you're, you know, an agency is essentially just facilitating relationships to various subject matter experts and never actually placing any of the business themselves. They're just, they're just facilitating the best subject matter experts, right? Someone comes in, what do you need? Zip bonds, somebody needs, what do you need? You know, Chris green flood insurance, you know, whatever, like, They're just literally just a facilitator because, you know, it is, and I can tell you, as soon as you scale out beyond a certain geographic region, call it a state or two, or you scale outside a certain vertical, maybe you could be good at one or two verticals. You scale way out beyond that. 95% of the agencies out there just lose all the the subject matter expertise at that point. It's not their fault. It's just impossible to have all that info. So that to me makes what you're doing and the way you're doing it such a no brainer because, you know, it, it, you basically, I didn't have to think about it. I literally went right. email connection. Okay, great. And 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 Zach Zach Matters, not not uh yes. not this Zach. He 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 uh I was calling him Matters, you know. He he well, goes,
0: I, I don't know why we did that. Two Zach M's, right? So we yeah, yeah. actually go, I'm old Zach, he's new Zach. I don't know. That wasn't right. intentional. New happened. new
1: Zach New yeah. Zach just goes, hey Ryan, you know, thanks, man. We got it. I'm gonna BCC you. And I was like, perfect. This is I could not have couldn't have handled it better. And um, you know, that that to me is uh a, a, a really solid model, especially when, you know, behind it is the, you know, trust and respect that I think you and Ryan have earned in any business that you guys are a part of is then going to have by extension.
0: Well, thank you again for saying that. That's again, it's the reason why we were so intentional about hiring people have underwriting experience because, when you look at it from, I mean, you know this just as well as anybody on the commercial side, you're selling both sides. You're selling to the actual person you're providing the the, the policy to, as well as the underwriter that you're trying to get to, to be on a certain risk. Well, when you have somebody that's coming at it with an underwriter mindset, whether you know enough to be able to provide it or not, I still don't think you're going to be able to provide as good of a submission because it's done by somebody who knows what the other side is looking for, is continuing to have those relationships and conversations, building that trust. Uh, and, and at the end of the day, the, the, we just preach about the user experience. Like, what do we have to do to make that agent that referred that to us look like a rock star? You know, the, the name Zip's intentional. I mean, that's it's about speed, right? Because the, the names, by the way, I don't know if I told you this ever just off, off, even off record. Uh, fastbonds.com, that was the whole, like, we're going to go through, not the, the .com was different. fast Fastbonds was the first one. Trademark issues. Then we had Bolt Bonds. We were so close to uh, having that be the name that we actually had logos. It's, it's. I still like the logo mm-hmm. that was on there. Uh, and then at the 11th hour ran into trademark issues that one as well so then we went to zip because the zip one came up and, and it actually does i think you know sell what we do it's all about speed creating as fast and, and you know immediate response to those and, and providing a solution right away and again the agencies that seem to be the ones that we had the most success with and i think they would tell you the same as soon as they got past that whole deal, because there is a level of trust there i understand that and I'm, I'm i've been in the shoes of the person that would be handing them off so i can I can speak to that directly, but I I think that once they got out of the way and saw how that worked and how seamless that was, and then still got paid without doing any work again, it's, you know, we, we agree. It's, it's an brainer.
1: Yeah. As far as the name goes, I think that, I think all of that worked out serendipitous. Yeah. I think so
0: too. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Cause you know, fast bond sounds like some sort of janky SEO like play that's not real. Bold Bonds would have been cool, um, but, you know, there's also Bold Penguin, which is kind of a huge name in the space now that, you know, maybe there's some confusion there oh, or whatever. Bolt. Or, B-O-L-T. Bolt. Yeah, oh, so B-O-L-T. I Bolt Bonds. Yeah, okay. Light, like lightning fast. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no. That's good because I don't really like that. But Zip Bonds, <laughs> um, Zip is perfect because one, it's a Z. So that Z Z words and Z names are remembered more than other names because it's a Z sound and it's so much different. And the letter is so much different than any other letter in the alphabet. So it um very memorable. It's also single syllable and you've never heard it before. So from just like a branding standpoint, it it captures all the mental triggers that would get people to remember it. Yeah. So that's cool. Well, I don't know how
0: intentional that was, but yeah, I'll take credit hey. for it.
1: Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. I I probably, I like, I nerd out on names a lot because I really get into like the psychology behind them. And, you know, when people ask me about Rogue Risk, I like the name is a hundred percent intentional. Like there mm-hmm. was everything about it. I mean, it took me, I, I didn't just like think of it. It didn't just pop into my head. I mean, I had to work right to right. get there, but like single syllable alliteration, ours are very memorable. Our names are very memorable in general. Certain letters we remember and certain letters we forget. Basically you, you can Google that. Uh, yep. Um, and then. The other piece was rogue is different, right? I didn't want to sound like whatever, just like zip. It sounds different. It's fast, you know? So like that kind of stuff, I think, I think that kind of stuff matters. Like, especially when you're building a brand, like you guys are in your technology company, like it really matters if you, if you have a name, that's easy to forget, or, and this is I thing, a mistake that a lot of people make is they get a name that is SEO friendly, which today doesn't mean right. shit. Like that used to matter, you know, like having... Best fast bond commercial, yeah, you know, yeah. like that right, that right, shit right. doesn't matter anymore. Like it's not the way SEO works anymore. So, like yeah. there was a day when that was super important. That's just not important. So, um, no, that's really cool. Okay, so um the platform's up and running, you're doing a great yep. job helping agents. Um, what is like when and, and and you don't have to give anything away that's like proprietary or whatever, but just when you're thinking about the like where you want to go, like what is the what is the next set of features or 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 category of features that you want to start to deliver to the market that you think is going to continue to separate you guys? So great question.
0: Uh, I would say first and foremost, what we need to do is finish out the the, the build of our commercial side because that's that's in the part that we've, you know, um, we we just picked the wrong avenue to go down to start. We just needed to to, to redo some things. So that's priority number one. Uh, priority two, then I'd say, would be to focus on. We, there, there, there's these overlooked areas in surety where it just doesn't quite fit the uh, immediate appetite of certain carriers, where we see an opportunity to create either uh, whether it be a program and you know expand upon the you know the MGA MGU type of uh, a setup, um, or just create a better process of allowing and, and providing the surety that's required, and so. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to, again, get into the specifics of those, but there's just ones that are just outliers that don't necessarily get a lot of attention. Yeah. They're, they're, they're decent size, you know, surety. There's a decent premium in those and, um, and not a lot of people understand them. And so we see that as an opportunity to create something where uh, we can provide a better solution, you know, directly to consumers while then passing again to the agency, those, those commercial leads uh, or the agencies, because not everyone's going to find a surety partner or a surety bond. By knowing to go to their insurance agent, I, I I say that in my demos. The first thing I talk about to anybody that you know we, we present to, you, the reason why we did this is because, it would be, especially with the younger generations, people don't automatically make that connection that insurance yeah. agent security. It's just that's that's the reality, you know? you know. sorry if that's something that people don't like to hear, but that's it's just the truth. And so that's the way that we could you know pull it back in and provide those those opportunities to the agents. But then also again to the agents and, and those that understand that having a division that takes care of something that they there's. Shouldn't be expected to be a subject matter expert, and is is the is the best way to um, operate. Uh, outside of those two things, right now, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. Um, but there are, you know, we we actively are building the API for the Zip Score to to be embedded in certain applications. Yep. We have um, ways of connecting to larger, what we call larger at ad opportunities. Um, and again, once the API is connected, uh, it we're we're really this API that we're, we're building right now is really the only thing that limits us to be able to connect to all these. Then it's, it's on their side if they don't want to. Yeah. Um, we just brought on a, a, a CTO to help us, you know, navigate that whole path and, and um, you know, help us make the right decisions as, as insurance guys who aren't tech guys.
1: I think that your point on agents assuming that their customers know they do surety is a really good one. We, um, we for about a six month period, uh, maybe not that long, maybe four month period, uh, dialed up. Made, we made sure every single customer who did business with Rogue Risk, we told them, we asked them about their surety needs and then said, hey, if, you know, and if they were like, oh, we don't have any right now, just say, hey, if anything pops up, call us. Like, this is what we, we we will do this for you. All you have to do is send us an email. It's super easy, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and surprisingly, Uh, the number of surety bonds that we wrote went up. And I think that using, you know, especially if you're using some sort of CRM where you can just create like a templated email, I mean, that's all we did was we created a templated email. So like we would mention it in the sales process and then follow up a few days later with a templated email that just said, hey, just want to remind you, we're sure that surety is going to pop up at some place, whether it's a simple municipal bond or it's some big bid bond or performance bond, like it doesn't matter. Just reach out to us. This is what we do. We're here for you. Uh, that just becomes a no-brainer, and now you're on their mind. Now you know yep. they're not going to go searching for a surety provider if they know you do it. They're just not going to do that. That's,
0: that's exactly right, and and you already have that lead list right there, and it's something that so many agencies just don't use. Yeah, you know, there, there's no reason why. And, and people, I think, uh, especially there's such a lack of knowledge and understanding difference between insurance, surety, and like how those things all work. They just assume that it's only contractors, right, that they're going to be using surety yeah. for. And that's really not the case. I mean, the, yep. there's so many different other um, avenues that surety is, is applied. And, and the way that I have always explained is like, you know, even if they don't know that they need it, they may eventually or maybe they don't need it. They will know somebody eventually who will need it. And just again, top of mind, you don't get what you don't ask for. You already have the people in your book. You already have the people you can uh, market to. There's no reason why you can't throw together a quick email saying, hey, by the way, do you know we offer these things?
1: Yeah, you know? I mean, manufacturers, uh, a lot of municipalities now require a bond if you're going to put a business in, a, in, in certain, you know, small towns, uh, uh, contractors, like, uh, bars, consultants. technology companies. Yeah, bars. Like yeah. There's, there's yeah. so many. I mean, and
0: how many people don't have a, how many people have a 401k?
1: <laughs> yeah. You know I
0: mean? I mean, something as in those fidelity bonds, you know, and arissa um, like that's, they're just, the opportunities are just sitting there and it's it's being missed, yeah, so often. And I try to, I actually get off subject more often than not in the demos that I go through because I still like to do them myself and go through and talk to the agent specifically. Um, and we'll just start talking about prospecting. Here's what you should do. Here's how you do yeah. Here's what I would, you know, here's what's worked for us. And, and I have, a, I have a, an abundance mentality. So I don't, I'll share literally everything that we've done, even internally here, uh, as well as what I've seen worked in, in the agency. Um, to help them because I I want everybody to win. There's plenty of opportunities still to be had in surety that that everyone can win.
1: Yeah. I mean, to me, and and maybe I'm naive to this point, but to me it feels like surety is, hasn't even been touched. To me, it feels like, you know, it feels like there is a tremendous opportunity, you know, and I tend to think through, you know, what marketing, right. Just, just how, how will it be to market this product? To me, the marketing that's been done has been so remedial by a few players that got in early, you know, rightfully yeah. so, and have specialized and, you know, and there's some big surety providers out there for sure. And, and but, yeah. but because of the monopolistic nature that they had, or I shouldn't say that, that that's wrong, because there weren't that, that much competition and they all were able to carve out enough of it to make money, it's not overly sophisticated. So if you can come in and start to carve out a little bit of a niche or just simply ask your freaking customers through a checklist process or whatever you are going to write more surety. And, and it's, it's Carothers calls it mailbox money. And that's the way I think about it is it's just another check that comes in the mail and that's great. Your clients are happy, but you shouldn't have to put that much thought into it. And that to me is where zip bonds comes in is why are you wasting brain cycles on this particular product when there's someone who can handle it for you?
0: Yep. We love those opportunities to be able to help those people out and, uh, you know, it's worked so far. Again, the agencies have had the most success with. It's exactly how we do it. And it's, I say all the time, it's like, you don't get what you don't ask for. All you got to do is ask, right? Like
1: uh, if they don't know that you have it and you're not
0: asked for the opportunity, you're going to miss out and someone else is going to take it.
1: Yeah, dude. Uh, I want to be respectful of your time. I know we have a, we have a hard stop, or at least I do it uh, in just a minute here too. Sure. Yeah. Um, in general, closing thoughts, industry-wide, doesn't have to be bonds. <clears throat> What is maybe the most exciting thing that you see going on? It could be anything. It could be anything that's happening. What You've seen anything. You're just like, it's cool. What do you think?
0: I think that uh, carriers, larger agencies, and people that actually have influence in the space are starting to understand the reality of API connections and why they're needed in our space. And I think it's going to create a tremendous amount of opportunity for new entities, as well as uh, competition to those large players at, at uh, that B that have controlled too much of our space for too long. And I'm thrilled to have just a very small part of, of uh, influence in that, in that area. And then be able to be a part of that. Cause it's, it's start I'm starting to see the snowball.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. I feel like the creativity and vision that so many had five or six years ago, but just, it wasn't possible to execute because right. of the, some of the roadblocks. I feel like a lot of those roadblocks have come down and now you're seeing people actually be able to execute those visions. It is, it's, it's, you know, I'd say that, that 2015, 2016, 2017 was a very, very exciting time for our industry. I feel like we're still, we're still just getting ramped up. It's, it's awesome, man. Um, I couldn't be happier for you. I couldn't be happier for Ryan, and everything you guys have going on. Uh, And as always, you got an open invitation on the show and I can't wait to have you back again, man.
0: Appreciate you having us. Like always, it's a, it's a, it's a blast and I'm sure we'll be on again at some point when we have something worth sharing. (laughs) Um,
1: Well, I'm sure that you guys always have something worth sharing. What, (laughs) what, um, uh, where should people go They're They're listening to this. They're like, shit, I got to get on. Sure. You know, where, where should they go? Where's the spot?
0: So, zipbonds.com, go there. Uh, There's an agent link at the top of the page you can go to to figure out how to get some information and get a demo. Uh, And the easiest way to keep up with me specifically, just like it is with you and everybody else that I enjoy talking to, is on Twitter. So, at Zach Mefford, M E F F E R D, not O R D, like everyone
2: wants to spell it. Yep. And yeah, that's uh, that's the best way to get a hold of me.
1: You're the man, bro. Thank you. Hey, Hey,
2: agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it.